One, two, three, clap. That sounded terrible. That was great. It always does. That was really good. <laughs> I hate it. No, come on. He's the worst. Yeah, okay. That that'll be a that'll be a great new one for the intro. It'll be me saying it's terrible and you'd just be like, No, it's okay. You're okay. <laughs> You're very good. You got very strong hands. Only one hand. That's my dream. everybody and welcome to another episode of So Did You Like It, a film podcast to go with the thousands and thousands of other film podcasts, but we're not going to be critics, we're not going to be throwing numbers at you, we're just going to ask at the end of the movie, so did you like it? I am Sir Square and I'm joined as always with my co-host. I am what you may become, I am your dark thoughts, Squaren, and I am proud to be your destiny, Kaz. <laughs> That's right, I remember the whole fucking thing. And we're joined by a special guest! Hello! I am a metal elemental kangaroo, and I am Tucker, and I am the editor. Alright, alright, I need you to talk more clearly, because we're going to be sending this to our editor. And yeah, can, can we get more volume? Please, we need it all kind of match up. None of this is making it? Nope. <laughs> and this week we checked out Warriors of Virtue. Directed by Ronnie Yu, screenplay by Michael Vickerman and Hugh Kelly. This is the story of Ryan, who goes on a mystical journey to the land of Tao and meets five incredible martial artist kangaroos that are going to help him take on the evil lord that is destroying their world. And I've got to ask, why did we watch this movie again? Does someone want to explain why we watched this movie? You just did. Because it is what it, it, it is... It is uh, the the Wikipedia said that it is Ninja <laughs> Turtles meets Power Rangers. Wikipedia said, and I listen. <laughs> the authority of the world that is Wikipedia said. List, it, it is such a weird ass movie, and I feel like it needs to be talked about. There's a social void on this movie. You know, so so social void. My favorite. Wait, 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 wait Kaz. Before you get into your tangent, I do want to finish up <laughs> Tucker's. Uh, Tucker didn't read the full quote. The full quote is generic junk made for the international action market. A cheap no. hybrid of Power Rangers and Ninja Turtles. Why are you legitimizing what Wikipedia says? <laughs> <laughs> it's not what uh, Wikipedia says. It's what Lou Guzzo said for the heritage. No. God damn! Oh wait, no, wait, 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 wait. It wasn't Lugus. It was, uh, it was on an episode of Siskel and Ebert where Gene Siskel <laughs> voted thumbs down. Well, they're wrong. I think also, hot take out the gate. They're they're actually wrong. So, uh, Kaz, you were talking about like some sort of void lost. Oh void. yeah, I want to talk about the like the weird like uh, Mandela effect that happened here. Not <laughs> a Mandela effect. It's so much much more of a like. You know the end of Room 1408 where, like, he swears up and down this whole thing happened and no one believes him? And they're like, you had a delusion, my dude. It's, you know, guess what? You just fucking got in your own head. It was fucked up. But by the end of it, he plays the tape and it's like this tape of their daughter, physical evidence of the tape of their daughter being like, Daddy, I want to come home. And, like, the wife is just like, oh, my fucking God. And fucking John Cusack mean mugs her and smirks like a fucking prick. This is what happened with this movie. I was like, I saw this once as a child in the theater, and, like, nobody remembers it. My brother, who's always next to me every episode, Nan, didn't remember this movie. And then, like, one day, I think Squared was like, yeah, so, like, I was in, like, uh, Gems. 
Sorry, Tucker's uh, uh, stream, talk, and he mentioned Warriors of Virtue. I was like, oh my God, you know that movie? And he was like, oh my God, someone remembers? And I was like, oh my God, that was real? <laughs> Warriors of Virtue is a fucking like, experiment on how like people have selective memory, because for some reason, a few of us do remember this movie, but other people who have seen this movie swear that this movie does not exist. Yeah, you you talk about... Of- you talk about martial artists, kangaroos, and they're like, no, that is not real. We'll talk about turtles every day, but kangaroos, you're fucking insane. <laughs> this is a Candle Cove situation. We all saw Warriors of Virtue. While we were looking at Warriors of Virtue, everyone else was watching, I don't know, Pootie Tang or some shit. <laughs> That's the second Pootie Tang reference I've heard today. I feel like... I really need to hear the first one. No, it's gotta be a mystery, just like this movie. It's like my bagel trauma. <laughs> 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 it doesn't need explanation. That's right. No one has so, to know everything in our lives. I feel like we need, we need to reiterate <laughs> that this movie is about... It is a boy falls into a sewer hole and wakes up in another dimension where there are kangaroos that are like... The Avatar. Yeah. They 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 have the... They're <laughs> elemental. Except none, none of them use the power of wind. There is no power of wind. It is earth, fire, water, metal, and wood. Right. Replace... Wind with metal. It is just another aspect of Earth. Metal is not an element, right? It's a compound. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, there are metals that aren't compounds, right? Yeah, there are. But I'm just saying, like, if we're following Avatar rules, all right, someone is just not a good enough Earthbender yet. No, 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 tough kangaroo is born. I'm gonna say, like, metal has like the most place in the periodic table of elements. I'm sorry, (laughs) it as actually belongs more than the others. I knew that this was gonna come up, and I (laughs) I do low key agree. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? You know what? I like that this argument is for science, and I'm gonna have to go for it. Oh my god! I was just trying to be an asshole. Don't. Make me no. right, please. Someone knock me <laughs> no. down a peg no. later. In this. No, yeah, you did it, Kaz. You convinced us. You're no. right. Metal should no. exist, but you all the what? other ones? No, dude. You gotta break down that fire one to their individual actual oh. elements. Where's where's the neon bender? Right? That would have been cool. <laughs> the gaseous bender. Wait, no, there's a fart bender. <laughs> oh no. What what happens when the uh, the plutonium bender is finally discovered? <laughs> Tao is going to go for a fucking whirlwind. <laughs> Can we also talk about about Ryan as well? Can we talk about the main character? The boy? The yeah. boy. Ryan. Ryan. We were introduced to Ryan, who is, is... He's not like a nerd, right? He's a comic book nerd. Yeah, yeah, he's got a... He's comic... Well, I mean, yeah, he reads comic books. But yeah, the biggest thing is like he's got the leg brace, so he's not as capable. And people dog on him for that, because this movie came out in 97. Right. people... Yeah. Anyway, and he, he wants to play football. He wants to just be like... A, right. He wants to be able to do what he perceives everyone else should be able to do. Yeah, I feel like these are a little bit... Actually, I feel... I don't know. The, the bullies... I was going to say that I feel like these bullies are like Stephen King bullies, where they're actually like murderers, <laughs> you know? Oh, yes. But they, I feel like they also were kind of reasonable a couple times. Do I remember that right? The main one I don't the main think one is, isn't. but like... Yeah, the main one is not. There's also like one girl in the group who's just constantly like, hey, why are y'all dicks? I'm like, lady, why are you hanging out with the dicks? Wasn't right. someone, who yeah. wasn't that said it while we were watching this movie that they definitely saw like a I know what you did situation, like I know what you did last summer situation? <laughs> yeah, I said that. 
know, it's just, and I, you're right, I can totally see it, where it's just like, Ryan dies, and then Brian just threatens everyone with violence, and they Wait. have to, like, cover it up. Wait, the bully's name was Brian? It was Ryan and oh, Brian? Man. That's too close. That's a dumb idea. Oh, sorry, no, Brad. His name is Brad. It's even worse. Okay, Brad's thank a bully you. Name. I was like, you know what? Mr. Ebert, you can keep that <laughs> score. You're right. <laughs> Brian and Brian, stupid. Brad. His name was Brad. My bad. My okay. bad. Okay, good. Okay. Yeah, Brad's totally a bully name, just like any bully I've met named I've ever met. <laughs> hey, Tucker. hey, hey, hey. <laughs> Tuckers are almost exclusively dogs. Let's be real, though. Uh, Ryan is... Ryan's actually pretty smart. Like, he calls the last play in their football game. To, like, is just like... Fully does the whole coach situation where he's just like, I guess he is the number one play caller for high school football or middle school football, whatever this is. And, you know, so he proves that he is a smart kid. He just doesn't think that's enough. Right. Uh, I I, kind of thought of it more as like he makes up for his like, yeah, like, you know, oh, I could be out there doing that. But like, since I'm not, I'm just he kind of sits since he's forced to sit back and observe. He's very observant kind of thing. Yeah. Like he makes up for his shortcomings. That's why he reads the comic books. It's like, oh, these adventures I could be out and doing and all that stuff. It'd be so cool. So like, you know, yeah, I. But yeah, but he is he's perceiving as that. But like an outsider who would see Ryan would just be like. This is an actual very smart kid that's just holding himself back. True, yeah. Yeah, you're right, you're right. Yeah, I'm really just drawing, you know, pulling hairs, and <laughs> it doesn't really matter. <laughs> We're arguing the same thing. Ryan's very good and capable. He's just a kid, so he's kind of stupid. Just, physical, <laughs> just physically not as capable. I, f- I feel like he's very... It, it's really a, a... If you just go with Ryan's story before this all happens to him, it's legitimately really sad. <laughs> like, he's... He's he's a very smart kid. He's a very nice kid, and he just everything he wants is withheld from him due to his leg. Did I ever say what's wrong with his leg? I don't think so. It's just in a brace. Okay, I didn't think so either. Squared? Disagree? It, it is just some vague. Yeah, it's just they they even it's just Ryan Jeffers suffers a disability to his leg. Like, he's just the last remaining child with polio. <laughs> That's the last one. <laughs> That That's even cool. sadder. They're like, and we <laughs> eradicated it, but his parents are anti. Oh no! It's even sadder. No, he can't right, do Tucker, that. Cut it out, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> that was a bridge too far. Let's not make fun of the anti-vaxxers, I guess. No, it's just like yeah, it's while we're real. cutting it out, I'm let's say Tucker's like, audio hey. still too low for the editor. No. <laughs> I'm over here just like, wait. This mom at least is caring enough. She knows. She is. She, I, I just don't see this mom being an anti-vaxxer. Hey, they look like the rest of us. <laughs> uh, he has the world's greatest doggo, though, can I say? Okay. Oh, yeah. I'm going to say that for every movie that a doggo comes up that is reliantly good. Uh, I Absolutely. won't say that for Cujo, but he has the world's greatest oh, no, doggo. No. Uh, does the, something amazing. The mother is just like, oh, he didn't take his breakfast. And this fucking dog goes out there, puts, grabs the fucking toast. And I think someone was like, yeah, the dog's just going to eat his breakfast. But like, no, the dog goes goes to the you know the window by the restroom drops the toast down where he's the kids like pretending to take a shit while he's reading a magazine i'm like this dog's the best <laughs> this dog goes so cool <laughs> if i had a doggo that cared so much to bring me toast i'd be the greatest anime girl 
protagonist ever. The greatest anime protagonist female ever. Yeah. Especially just running out the door and everything. Oh, what if the dog also cooked you egg and put the egg on well, top the of Well, the food was already made, but I also don't want to bring... I have the dog bring me eggs and his jowls. That's just not feasible. <laughs> the toast is where I draw the line. But it's great that I mentioned being the greatest anime girl, protagonist, whatever the fuck. Because uh, this is a fucking strong-ass isekai movie. <laughs> this movie... This is definitely an isekai. ...is like Hook. It's an isekai my boy Ryan is taken to a magical new world. He is somehow summoned from the clutches of death after falling into a sewer whirlpool and wakes up in a mystical world that does have magic. His leg is healed. He is known to have like the manuscript of the hero and is going to help take down the Dark Lord Komodo, who is destroying the livelihood of everyone of Tao. And is the hero of, with the Warriors of Virtue is going to become the hero of Tao. Let's be real. This is just a straight up isekai. That is super fair. But hearing you say that, all these things, there's so much to talk about with this world. Because it's fucking awesome. Okay. Everything that you <laughs> mentioned, it's, there's so, you, I, I just cannot encourage people to look up this, this movie. You haven't. I know that you haven't, and I respect you. <laughs> but I need you to go look it up because this is not—it's not CGI. It is like Tim Burton, Very Dark Crystal-esque animatronics and puppeting. Oh, this isn't even animatronics. These are people in actual costumes. Yeah, it's so. They're in suit performers. Every single uh, every single warrior is an in suit performer. I wanted to joke coming into it that I was like, "Oh yeah," from what I remember, I was like, "Ugly kangaroos." I was like, "This is like an offbeat, like a knockoff Jim Henson." But as we we're watching, I was like. Fuck, this is good enough to be Jim Henson. Was this Jim Henson? <laughs> I know. I haven't looked it up, but like, who cares? It looks really good, actually, surprisingly. Except the kangaroos are very ugly stuff. Yes, they're hideous. <laughs> but like, everything else looks great. You know what? Even even the, uh, the costuming, the faces for the kangaroos, I'll say, looks ugly. Everything else for the kangaroos, I think, actually still looks pretty good. The way their mouths moved was a little jarring, and their eyes were, like, kind of human, which was bad. <laughs> it kind of hurt me to look at, but... <laughs> what was wrong with that, man? What's something wrong with that? It was just, I didn't like it. I didn't like it. I think I said it reminded me of, like, that Twilight Zone episode with, like, the mask that, like, reveal, like, your ugly internal personality. <laughs> yeah. No one knows what I'm talking about, because even less than Warriors Virtue, less people... And actually, no, more people have seen Twilight Zone than more, more Warriors Are Virtue. Are you kidding me? But, like, that family deserved it. That family, that deserved family did deserve it. it. But the, yeah, it's like that, that episode. Grandpa, that grandpa pulling the skull mask yeah, off. I was exactly. just like, yeah, you but deserve all, to go to the, All the kangaroos got like that like ugly internal self mask. It's like, yeah, it matches your inner personality. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> But also, in addition to being hideous, uh, and but pretty surprisingly good animatronics, these kangaroos also had like pretty cool choreography. Yeah, right? <laughs> like the choreography was. I didn't pretty. expect it was that. insane choreography. I, okay, so from when y'all were reminding me of this, and once again going <laughs> going back to that like whole like this is real like uh, realization I had, I was like, all I remember was like ugly kangaroos do ninja shit. Yeah. <laughs> and, no. And yeah. I remember like a dark swamp. And that's about it. And then when I was watching the choreography, I was like, holy shit, they actually, like, did they did they pay someone for this? This looks good. <laughs> it's, yeah. Wait, are you telling me that they were actually trying? 
they were really trying. Whoa. But they were there was it was better uh choreography. Like if it's if it's Power Rangers meets Ninja Turtles plus Kangaroos, I would argue it's better choreography than Power Rangers or Ninja Turtles. Yeah. I would have to I would have to say from what we saw that if it was like a straight contest of like martial arts skills between the Power Rangers the Ninja Turtles and the Warriors of Virtue, you could make a strong case that the Warriors of Virtue would come out on top. If they had less cuts in it, it might actually beat the Mortal Kombat movie. Like, the Mortal Kombat movie's got people doing, like, backflips with, like, no cuts in the background, and you're just like, God damn! <laughs> That's true. That's so, true. like, it's almost there, but, like, yeah, we had to do a couple cuts for us to do, for our uh, our kangaroos to do our backflips, but, like, it's pretty fucking good choreography. Yeah. Even, like, they're just, like, opening, when you're being introduced to the Warriors of Virtue... The first one you're introduced to is Lie, like the virtue of wood and order. Like, just his quick series of movements, and it is a man in a in a a man named uh, Don W. Lewis is in this costume, just giving it his all, doing a beautiful like uh, just martial arts sequence where you're just like, how are you moving? What are they paying you for this? It's not enough. Yeah. <laughs> it was really impressive. And then uh the, the also in the the I it was very impressive. It was a lot of like martial arts stuff that seemed legitimate like kind of crouching tiger hidden dragon esque like walking on water stuff. Um also though one of them was Doug Jones who was like is is a pretty famous uh character not character actor but like heavily makeup actor. But uh, I, the man who's always in prosthetics. Yeah, he's like the prosthetic actor. He's a, he's a Abe Sapien in Hellboy, but uh, which is his best known role. But does he know like martial arts? Because it was good enough. <laughs> I think it's one of those situations you have to realize that like remember all those sequences with like with like Keanu Reeves in um, uh, John Wick and like The Matrix and everything. Like, they look good, but even he will tell you, I know Hollywood Kung Fu. I know a certain yeah. sequence, and then that's, that's it. That's what I'm, yeah. Like, even, I I was even surprised at the idea that he might know Hollywood Kung Fu. But yeah, I agree. I doubt he would uh, be able to defend himself. <laughs> and you're telling me that he wouldn't be known now as the Amphibian Man the sh- from The Shape of Water, the only fish that's porn right. movie you could see in theaters? Does he play both? Yes, he does. He's, ah! he's the leading <laughs> when I, Okay, when I first saw shit. the commercial for like Shape of Water, I was like, "Oh shit, is this like a Hellboy reboot?" But then I was like, or like you know, like a, a secret sequel. But then I was like, "Are we are we making a move about fucking the fish man from yeah, Hellboy?" Man. We did. I thought it was somewhat related because <laughs> it, it looked real similar. Yeah, man. I first of all, this is a quite a tangent, but first of all, I love that movie. <laughs> Second of all, I've never seen it. It's I I recommend it in terms of weirdness. Do you? It's just weird. <laughs> it's weird, and I'm into it. <laughs> yeah. And, hey, hey. How Cass, much are you Cass, into Cass, it, Cass? Uh? No, give me the breadth and depth of your interest into it. You don't want you don't want the depth, but I'll give you the breadth. No, I want you to go <laughs> deep into um, it. Tyler, I went. Right? I went. I saw it in theaters alone, and I'll say I don't recommend that. Alone. <laughs> I would recommend <laughs> that you see it there with someone. There were so many couples making out around you. <laughs> it is. No, 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 no. 
There was a lot of couples in uncomfortable silence exactly. watching the, like, what was going on, and then just seeing a man by himself, it's like, this is really good. Exactly. <laughs> that was the the horror of it, was everyone would look at each other being like, this is really weird, and I just had to sit there being like, I, we're all standing up for applause after this, right, guys? <laughs> yeah, you're just, like, standing up while these couples are, like, just awkwardly holding each other, and you're just like, fuck that fish! You fuck it right now! <laughs> Oh, jeez. So All anyway, right. back Kangaroos. to the yeah, I love this tangent we did. Thank you. Thank you for this. Let's get a oh, thank no. you, Jim. Uh, no, more like no. thanks for that, Jim. Am I right? What were we talking about? I don't know, man. This is like a weird movie to get into. <laughs> like, what do you want me to talk about here? Like, it got weird while we were watching this movie. Like, do you want me to bring up Komodo? Do you want to bring up the, like, weird... Well, I just want to... I, I do want to get on Komodo. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, words. Yep. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I want to talk about Komodo, but I want to wait a little bit. The villain was incredible, but we, I want to talk about that uh, because I, I just feel like, man, maybe we just fucking... He, he was so good. He was so good. <laughs> I can't... This... You just couldn't resist Komodo's drag. He's yeah, full his love for you. What's up? What's up? Tell tell me about Komodo. It was incredible. Like he's he just he chews on this character so much. I have no idea who that actor is, but he's so good. He's terrible. He was my favorite villain. I love him so much. <laughs> look, look, look. I get it. I I I get it. People are like uh people didn't like Eddie Redmayne's whole whisper yelling in uh, Jupiter Rising, but that's because they don't understand what a true master crafter can be if used correctly. Like <laughs> he ate. He he fucking devoured the whole fucking scene every time he showed up. Like he, this is a man who could not control the volume of his voice. And I know, as me saying that, that's saying something. But <laughs> this man is just like, oh, you know, it's it's it's. It's so terrible the things I have to do. Hey, Ryan! <laughs> it's like, ah, okay. I'm awake again. Looking for me? Ryan, I know your sorrow. I know. Your loneliness. Look at me! Look at me! I am everything you can become. I am your darkest thoughts, Ryan. And I am proud to be your destiny. No one will ever laugh at you again, I promise you that. Let's go home. With your new leg, Ryan Jeffers. Touchdown. That's what I fucking said. I was like, fucking Komodo walked so that Eddie Redmayne could run in Jupiter Ascending, man. That's exactly the same energy. Uh, more that, more like Eddie. From what from what we've heard, more like Eddie Redmayne could stumble a little bit, but at least Komodo's there for us for this type of acting. <laughs> <laughs> I just love like there's like and he just he just like appears like sometimes he's like he has got a scene where he's way over there 
And then we got a scene where we're like looking at our main character, <laughs> Ryan, and he's just like complaining or whatever about whatever's happening. And all of a sudden, fucking just like Komodo's face just like pushes in to the screen. And you're just like, it's not like a he teleported thing. He could have very well just run from off screen. But it's like one of those, like, he just pushes in on the screen out of nowhere. And he's just like badgering him. At one point, like, Ryan's running away. And he just runs into Komodo and he's just screaming like, ah! <laughs> it's like, what? <laughs> what? Oh, my favorite part was like near the end of the uh, movie where it's like supposed to be like the final climactic battle between the warriors and Komodo. And like you see the warriors walked in, it's just like, Komodo, this is our world and we will not let you take it from us. And just Komodo's response is, <laughs> he's just making nonsensical noise. Okay. <laughs> yeah. He just screams at you. That's it. Like, he'll just scream at you. And then we go into the fight. And it's just like, well, you know, at least he's not prolonging this. No monologue. Just like, let's look, let's just kick some ass real quick. My favorite moment, aside from what I just recited to you in our intro when I was introducing myself, because he's like, uh, when he, that's why I keep saying it, because he's like, oh, I'm all that you may become. I am your darkest desires, Ryan. <laughs> it was just like, just the way he says it, I just love it. But like, my favorite part is where he's just kind of laying in like a bed, hammock, whatever the <laughs> fuck clam i don't know what it is and he's just like he's just like telling like one of the characters he's just like do you want me to live in a world where i don't have a purpose and he's like no my lord he's like okay and so like it would be better if i moved went somewhere else kind of thing and he's like yes yes my lord and he's like okay you're dismissed whatever it is he's walking away he's like wait one more thing general do uh does purple suit me? Very much, my lord. Then you are dismissed. <laughs> <laughs> and that's my favorite. That's when I was like, this is my favorite villain. What? Who the fuck is Loki? Put this man in the Marvel Ooh, Uni yes. in the Cinematic Universe. I love this man. He's so good. It's hard to look away. He wear The outfits that he wears are incredible. His acting yes. is like... 15 out of 10. His dialogue is insane, bonkers, crazy. It is so much fun watching him for every single second. This is the type of villain he is. So the whole thing Komodo is doing is he is draining the like the well of life out of Tao from like different areas of the world and withholding it from the people and keeping it for himself so he can be like basically immortal. And then he's like, it's it's then implied that he is just using it as a drug to get what he wants from the people around the world. So we meet this sweet girl named Alicia, yeah. and she is so nice, and she loves our friend Ryan. <laughs> yeah, that's a real like Amadala kind of situation. Where I'm like, girl, this is predatory. <laughs> but she shows up. And, like, is, I guess Komodo is in love with her or something? I can't tell. I don't know. I don't want to ask too many questions. Okay. And it's just One like, second. I hear that One Ryan second. loves you. One yeah. second. Yeah. Komodo, to me, feels like a Disney, like, queer-coded character, except that he's constantly on the cusp of close to kissing many of the female characters here. Yeah. He's just like, a doesn't sexual he feel being. like the Disney like queer coded character? But he never shows any like homosexuality. It's so bizarre. I'm um, like, he's right there. <laughs> What's there was a book that uh, that the boy, sorry, the Ryan, Ryan, sorry, 
Ryan. 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 Uh, was reading a... What was the deal with the book? Do you do you know Squarin? You're... I just know the made-up name I had for the book. Uh, yeah, there's no secret ingredient to secret ingredient. Oh, because, yeah, that's going off of my joke. I was like, oh, yeah, he hands him the book, and I was like, oh, it's chicken soup for the wayward soul. <laughs> Teenage soul. And I was like, wait, was that the name of it? Was I close? No, I'm, I'm, you I'm, fucked me up. I was making the joke from uh, Kung Fu Panda that the Dragon Warrior scroll like, was just a big mirror. It's like, you are the secret ingredient. You're the Dragon Warrior. Yeah, like, whatever. Oh, yeah. I, yeah, I don't remember. I, there was some sort of secret that Komodo was trying to learn from this book, and it got to the point where he was supposed to read from the book, and the kids said, and this is a, I, I, to this moment, I was like, this is a kid's movie. This is a kid's movie. And then the kid just looks up and goes, shit happens. And I was like, what? <laughs> what? What's happening here? I don't know. Like, look, yeah. Look, that's... if you go back, I dare you to go back and rewatch Beetlejuice, which is a PG film, and count how many times they say the word fuck. Great fucking model. <laughs> <laughs> well, Beetlejuice is, first of all, amazing. We can't, well, that's another tangent for another day. Good God. Um, <laughs> that's but... what I'm saying. They, they were a little bit less stringent with the whole PG rating. All movie. right. But We're like, gonna bring Jem on for the Beetlejuice podcast. <laughs> We're gonna talk about how oddly creepy rapey it is. Oh no, I haven't it's rewatched it in quite a while. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is what we're gonna do. We're gonna fly. We're gonna fly to where Jem is, and then we're gonna just wherever the local theater is. We're gonna see Beetlejuice the musical. <laughs> oh yeah, that's true. Uh, Squaren's only mentioning that because I think the like the one year that we went to visit New York, um, which was pre-COVID, it's when Beetlejuice the musical was in theaters. I was like, "Fuck, I wanted to see it, but the people I was with were such dorks; they didn't want to go." I would always see Beetlejuice the musical. Thank you. I'm bringing Squaren with me, even though we work at the same place and can't take vacations. <laughs> you know what? I'll just quit for this. It's whatever. Okay, there you go. We're worth it. <laughs> for Beetlejuice? Hell yes. For all Beetlejuice? Right. Fuck yeah. All right, what are we talking about? All right, so then Lydia Dietz was on there uh, talking about how she was ready to kill herself. Sorry, what? Uh, what? <laughs> Wait, sorry. what? I'm talking about Beetlejuice. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> Warriors of Virtue. So, Alicia? Alicia? Uh, what was her name? Anyways. Alicia is just apparently a really is, addicted like... to some drug that motherfucker has, but also. One of the war- Lao? One of the warriors, the one who takes the vows like no, not the one who takes the vows like one of the warriors killed her brother? Yeah. Yeah, Yoon, the leader of the warriors of virtue killed her brother. There you go, not Lao. Cuz uh yeah. And so that's the whole one of her whole impotence aside from the drug cuz they really make it seems like she's addicted to the drugs and that's why. But then twist of twist endings, it's because oh, they're so virtuous, they killed someone. It's like it was an accident. It was my brother. <laughs> but it's still been an accident, but whatever. Um, uh, well, also, like, we we should say this. When we say drugs, it's not really, like, we're... They're implying that he's using the life force as a drug now. Come on. Because you can't <laughs> get it from the wells anymore. That, like, he's just, like, siphoning it off and giving it to people to where they're, like, addicted to it, you know? Because they do need it to live. It's it's big drugs vibes. Also, is that the... Spoiler alert. Uh, is that the person he kills? Does he kill her? He kills some female protagonist, right? Uh, no, no. So Alicia betrays him because he doesn't want she doesn't want Ryan to die, yeah. and then that's when Barbarossus 
kills Alicia, and then Komodo, in a rage, kills Barbosa-ish, and then goes off to uh, kill the warriors of virtue. There's a lady with, like, cool-ass fucking helmet and some, like, finger claws who, like, stabs through Alicia after she turns on Komodo. Basically, the cooler version of Rita Repulsa is in this movie. I kept calling her Rita Repulsa because I didn't know they ever said her name. Yeah. I don't remember her name either. The fact that you're saying Barbosia, I'm like, you mean from Pirates of the <laughs> Barbarocious. Right. Barbarocious. Barbarocious is a great name. It also sounds like it'd be a good sauce. All right. Anyway, what are we talking about? Delicious, delicious sauce. But this is what makes me be like, is that like, <laughs> all right, so you're right with Beetlejuice, like Beetlejuice being PG, this being PG, but Beetlejuice was clearly intended for like older audiences. This, I feel like, was intended for children, but then also a good bit of for real deaths in like good characters. I just am like, when maybe this is why it didn't do so well, because I'm like, what is our body count? That's a good question. I think only Lord, I, I think only Master Chung dies. Killed him. Doesn't Barbarocious? Bar- Bar- Barbarocious dies. Killed Barbosa. Alicia dies. And then we killed Alicia. Komodo? Uh, we're whole, told about her brother's death. Does that count or no? For the sake of my argument, I'm counting it. Uh, What about the bu- bu- bully kid who gets left? Didn't one of the, the kangaroos kill someone? And they're, they've been silent ever since then? I thought that was the one that killed the brother. Oh, that might be the one that killed the brother. Can we count it twice? Because I forgot. This is the thing. When they left the bully there, we never got the resolution of that. We can go oh, he him, gets, right? like, he just Apparently he gets arrested. <laughs> oh. Dumb bitch. So, kill count's four? So. Yeah, all right. Let's 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 contact Dead Meat and tell them to do a kill count for the fucking... Yo. For the fucking Warriors of Virtue. <laughs> Yeah, they'll give us back behind-the-scenes shit. Like, it'll go. be interesting. I love it. <laughs> they'll talk about how Komodo's slow motherfucking Jeff because he was in the Saw oh, movies right. that they right. did. The actor who plays Komodo is from Saw 3. Yeah, and they refer to him as slow motherfucking Jeff because this bitch, <laughs> <laughs> he lets all kinds of people die through inaction. It's like, yeah, you could have saved a lot of people <laughs> and not killed yourself for it, but, like, bitch. Like, anyways, all right, sorry. Um, yeah, it's the same guy, apparently, we found out, and that's great. That's beautiful. Was he a big I'm role? i that Komodo found work. What? Was he a big role in Saul? In the third he's, movie, he's yes. In the too. fourth movie, he just, like, yeah, we needed to do something with him, so they just shot him in the neck, I think. Oh, well, that's a bummer. But uh, in the third movie, he's the main <laughs> character, and he sucks. <laughs> oh, Poor no. Jeff. Look, the Komodo <laughs> energy can only be with you for so long until it finally leaves your body. No, Komodo is his best role. As a person who has seen both roles uh, that he's ever done, ever, in his life, I'm yeah, sure he's okay. never done anything exactly else. exactly what happened. Uh, he's only stuff. ever been in these two movies. I mean, this movie is worth a watch just for Komodo, and specifically his interpretation. Yes. <laughs> Look, at first I would have told you to watch this movie because of its weird Mandela effect it's had with people I have met in my life. Now I'm just going to tell people to watch it because if you want to see the best fucking villain ever... Watch this movie. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know Do I if look I'm good in this color. <laughs> I don't know if I'm rose tinting it at this point, but I'm like, I think this was a pretty 
uh, we're, we're not there yet, but I think this was a better movie than I than I really anticipated, like significantly. Oh, we we all were gonna go into this looking, thinking to ourselves, this is gonna be dog shit. Yeah, I think before you, both of you showed up, whoever showed up to our, our our chat before we were gonna watch the movie, I said, I'm expecting this movie was dog shit. I saw it as a kid, and frankly, I liked a lot of bad bullshit as a kid and i don't even remember this one so <laughs> yeah <laughs> and now komodo's gonna live with me right here forever i'm pointing <laughs> in my chest y'all can't see it this isn't a visual medium <laughs> beautiful, beautiful but he's here in the heart right here <laughs> in the chest as well as that good good boy who brings you toast in the shitter <laughs> bravo you know there's two other characters we haven't talked about hit it we haven't talked about chucky ryan's chucky the friend, friend who is also yeah. kind of one of the realists. Yeah. And then we haven't talked about Ming, the <laughs> owner you. of Ryan's favorite restaurant. Oh, yeah. The super Chinese martial artist that can cook fried rice like it's like the greatest show on earth. <laughs> I have both things to say about both of those characters, but let me start with Chuck. Okay. Chucky? Chucky? Yeah, start with Chucky. Chucky. All right, Chucky. Okay. He's the good advice friend. He's the friend you, th- you bring along, and he's just like, hey... We should not do this bad, awful mm-hmm. idea thing. And and our main character should listen, but he doesn't. And he doesn't, he, he makes the good choice. Once he's gone through another fucking world, lived with these weird kangaroos, gone through a whole life of like, hey, look, I have to save the world, sacrifice, death, all these people, this weirdo who calls me <laughs> Ryan, and then he's died himself by the end. Then he makes the right choice. Not because Chucky said so, but holy shit, Chucky should have saved you. Could have saved you a lot of time. Yeah, you could have not gone to a mystery yeah. world by falling into like a nightmare whirlpool of water. But sure, okay, at least you went to meet some kangaroos. Granted, I guess he learned something about uh, the way he, you know, to to kind of live with his disability and or have a better outcome about it. Is he still? Is that what the moral was? <laughs> I don't know, actually. That he is, is. Yeah, I don't really remember either. <laughs> yeah, no, he is like he has now realized that you know there are other ways be to a better help person without be a better person and be brave. Like Ryan had full use of his legs, uh, but you never see him fight. You never see him like uh, do anything to like dis that. Yeah, like, is, you need a lot of leg usage for everything he does is like through his mind. And... Holy shit! Yeah, even the times that he runs no. away, he never gets away. So yeah, holy shit! I think you're onto something. Like with the, his whole adventure in town yeah. has proven, like even with the use of your legs, what has proven that you are more like capable is just that you are a smart, ind- intelligent person. And if you think it through, you'll make it through. And that's what he does. He and reads the script. Way more morally correct. And then he even uh, he even distracts Komodo by ripping up the manuscript and everything, and then boom, the warriors of virtue are able to grab the medallions of whatever and seal Komodo away, and then something like that. But this would have all been avoided if you just wouldn't listen to your boy Chucky. Yeah, Chucky was there already telling you, Ryan, you are a good guy, Ryan, Ryan, you are the best guy. You are smart. You are, the, you are Rye the guy. Rye the guy. You never called me Rye. Oh, I'm scared. <laughs> Chucky's face just morphs yeah. into Komodo like, I'm always with you. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, we have the other character you mentioned to Nancy's name was... Ming. 
Ming? Yes. The owner of Ming. What is he doing there? He's just a He's, chef, uh, right? Yeah. He gives him the book and he tells him ahead of time the lessons he should be learning. He's <laughs> the guy who's gone through it. He's basically like the guy from a Doctor Strange who was like, "Yeah, hey, look, I went, I went to the the, the fucking uh, place. They healed me and this and that, and they taught me, you know, to learn, kind of live better." And so I have my faculties back. I have learned more about what it means to be a better person rather than my physical abilities. Mm-hmm. He's that guy from uh, uh, Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange. What's the, what's the, <laughs> I was going to say another movie. <laughs> <laughs> not, not Doctor Strange. I was going to say Miss Congenial. <laughs> it's the same actor. It's the same okay, actor. Yeah, all right. Is it? Yeah, he's the Great. cop guy who helps uh, Sandra Bullock. Yep. Thank you, Nance. <laughs> does help. Thank you. That was Nance. He didn't pick up. But yeah. This is the same guy. But yeah, he realizes like, yeah, I'm more than my physical abilities. Though I did get my physical abilities back. Uh, that's not the important thing. Um, He's just the moral that's, that's, shortcut. That's, I think, what Ming serves. Yeah, no, Ming He's tells like, the story. you're more than your physical abilities. Uh, Ming tells the story also of, like, I went a very story. roundabout way to explain <laughs> what his role was. And now I feel bad. I'm going to shut up for, like, the next <laughs> no, day. No, <laughs> Guys, no. go. Have a good time. Don't I'm worry. We're going to drag you out you of your again. cocoon just like this story. Anyway, <laughs> Ming tells the story about how apparently he found, like, a moth in its cocoon. And it was gonna it was on its journey, and it was struggling Whoa. to get out. And he he helps it out, and it flies off for a little bit, and then falls and dies because it received outside help from Ming. I don't know if that's true, and if that would actually kill the moth scientists. If you want to entomologist, you want to jump in the chat and let us know if that would happen. Uh, <laughs> but that, like you know, you know, everyone is going to go through a journey, like a metamorphosis, and you are going to learn who to be, who you're supposed to be. Much like an entomologist through college, <laughs> trying to learn things. You know what? You know what? Now I'm going to shut up for ten minutes. Fuck you. That's, then that's just me. I need one of you to talk. <laughs> Go. Hi, it's Jake Nan, second research. <laughs> 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 Nan, just go speak. Ubu, speak. <laughs> A good dog. <laughs> <laughs> and like but Ming is also somehow able to do awesome martial arts yeah uh, like a warrior of virtue that he is like a straight up martial arts master that can just like not only cook delicious fried rice throw it over his shoulder into a bowl but also save a man from breaking his neck while catching a bunch of dishes in their food this scene was fucking fucking spider-man one yeah that's where true where he like gets a tray and like catches all the shit like this man is a master of cooking and catching and reaction speed holy shit he is superhuman man wait is ming spider-man Maybe <laughs> he's like the sixth warrior of virtue that somehow has something to do with spiders. Oh yeah, it's metal, wood, tree, whatever the fuck, spider. Spider silk is the sixth. I don't want to. I don't want to fucking meet the spider virtue. I'm a arachnophobic <laughs> motherfucker. No, it's fine. No way. This virtue has too many eyes and legs. <laughs> <laughs> it just like it screams in like multiple voices. Love me, Cass. No, oh, too many eyeballs. 
movie. We don't talk about Ming. We say all we needed to. Uh, is uh, it is very weird that he was okay with bringing a strange child into his upstairs apartment? I mean, yes, you can see directly into the kitchen, but it is still very changed. It was a different time. That feels like such a carryover from these types. Like, you remember Romeo plus Juliet with this fucking. I will never priest. forget Romeo plus Juliet. Yeah, okay, obviously, my bad. I'm sorry. But this priest brings these young, uh, in the play, 14 year old children. <laughs> but, like, I think they aged him up because it's. No, they looked like 12-year-olds in the movie. Oh, yeah, he did bring other kids. It wasn't Wet Hot Leo. You're right. It wasn't Wet Hot Leo. these kids (laughs) while he's shirtless with a tattoo? Yeah, this is just a thing I think we're going to have to just let go, I guess. I am not going to let this go. Mentor figures are supposed to be allowed with slightly less clothes with children (laughs) in these 90s movies. (laughs) Apparently that's a trope, I don't know. This is really what it sounds like when doves cry. Oh god, this is this is me crying right now. Um, but I, can I can I bring up one man though? One of course, of course. One grumpy, angry, tiny man who's just Oh, are we talking about are we talking about Pirates of the Caribbean? Yes. We're talking about Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> we're talking about the actor that was in this movie that was this, also in Pirates of the Caribbean. There's this bald man. There's this bald man, he's very grumpy, he's yes. very angry. And I don't rec- I didn't rec- recognize Pirates of the Caribbean, but y'all say he was. And now that you say it, I do remember he was. But I remember him. I think he played Grumpy in like a sci-fi original fucking Tin Man he show. He played Grumpy also, in Once Upon he a was, Time. Oh, oh no, that's what it was. Yeah. There you go. I saw yeah. one. Lee Ehrenberg. played the Grump- Grumpy that's as right. one of the dwarves. But also, this man played a Grumpy fucking like doctor in Scrubs. And that's where I fucking, for some reason, recognize him. Mm-hmm. Where he was this guy who was like a radiologist. And every time they were just like, hey, can we get a scan? He's like, no, you can't. These are my machines. And like... We just need a little bit of scan. He's like, no, they're my machines, my machines, my machines. My. And he would just like throw like a weird temper tantrum. And I'm like, that's why I know me. And you're like, oh, yeah, that's the guy from Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh, fuck. That would have been way better to explain. <laughs> Shit on me. The guy who didn't lose his eye. Fuck. <laughs> yep. He plays. He plays. Grumpy. Perfectly. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mean the character Grumpy that he played once upon a time. I mean. This man being grumpy and angry and everything that he's in? Yeah. Perfect. He is typecast correctly. His face, everything yes. about him says uh, wrong side of the bed. Just bad day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> really, really, I'm going to make my anger everyone's problem <laughs> energy. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. I love and it. And honestly, goals. Absolutely. <laughs> I've been... I've been casually browsing the uh, the characters, the the back, the, the like producer and stuff like that. Um, I feel like it's worth noting here that we've been talking about uh, how horrifying, in some ways, how good looking but horrifying the uh, kangaroos mm. are. It was the director of this went on to do Bride of Chucky and uh, Freddy okay. versus Jason. You know, for some reason, I feel like the, especially uh, Freddy versus Jason, the Freddy makeup. I feel like was a little low energy, actually. <laughs> wait, wait, personally, wait, wait, wait. wait, wait. Me, I, I thought that wasn't the best. Freddy is what. This I'm is doing. a martial arts. Holy crap! Lonnie, you actually directed one of the best martial arts movies ever. Oh really? Which one? What is it? He directed Jet Li's Fearless. Oh. Sh- Holy cool. shit! 
That was really good. Never this is one of my, it's worth like worth Fearless is one of my favorite films uh, from Jet Li's career. I'm too scared. I can't. Uh, you'll, you'll be fine. I'm too scared. I can't check it out. But uh, uh, I was gonna say there's saying? there's that, we're, and then there's the music. Doing? The guy that did the music for this, the score, uh, he went on to do <laughs> uh, the Matrix uh, and Jurassic Park three. Um, three. <laughs> <and> the, <laughs> uh, it's, yeah. <laughs> Alan. So many, like he's done so much work. Like everyone that was involved with this, they're prolific. Is what it's just saying. like everyone this for such like a turd of a of a movie and financially, everyone went on to do crazy good things. Yeah, slow motherfucking Jeff ended up being in a in a Saw movie. You know what? What's her name? Uh, Annalise. Elise. Elise. Oh, Elise. Yeah, yeah. Elisia. She she ended up being, I think, the mother in like uh, Grindhouse for Planet Terror. Wow. She was the one who has like little mantra with the little needles, and like the yeah. Once I give you this one, you'll never see me again. And she's like the oh yeah, she's huge. Josh Brolin. Yeah. Marley Shelton. That's creepy. Like I don't know. Josh Brolin was creepy in that one. I hated that. But like, uh, but yeah, she's she's that wife. So like, she also went up to do something. They're like, yeah. Oh yeah, Sin City, Planet Terror, Death Proof. Uh, <laughs> yeah, she's in proof? so much. Yeah. Oh, I just apparently. Bubble Boy. Bubble Boy. Oh yeah, the classic <laughs> Bubble Boy. Get the fuck out of here! <laughs> Tell me about Bubble Boy. Come on, Bubble Boy is perfect. <laughs> Listen, Bubble Boy will get on this fucking <laughs> podcast on the day that I die. <laughs> I don't even know what it is. Square has no <laughs> other options. I don't know what Bubble Boy is. You don't what? know what Bubble Boy? All right, I you. It fuck. is the the essential See, Jake Square, Gyllenhaal. Square movie. is the reason why I have to label myself as an elder millennial. <laughs> Because we're both millennials, but this bitch doesn't know Sorry, Bubble Boy. Geez. Get the fuck out of here. All of a sudden, I turn into fucking, like, New York, Boston shit, whatever. But I guess we could just end this off with, so, Tucker, did you like it? I really liked it. I really liked it. I thought it was... You're fucking lying. No, I thought it was, like... Damn, this is the first call out we've had in the entire time. Yeah, I liked it. Fuck you. I was. I. I think if you went back and watched it now, like after, if you've reached the end of this podcast, don't like, don't go watch it. Forget about this because your expectations are too high. I'm telling you, forget about it. But then one day you're gonna see the VHS and you're gonna be like, what is this piece of horse shit? And then maybe let it ring a little bell in the back of your head. Be like, you know what? I'm gonna give it a shot. And it and I it will be great as long as you expect shit, you will get gold. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, uh, Kaz, did you like it? So, so I I I agree with Tucker. Someday find a VHS player somewhere in your great grandfather's junk. Find the VHS of this, <laughs> play it, <laughs> and you're going to have a good time. I'm, I, I can't disagree with Tucker, honestly. I, I liked it. I had, a, I had a good time, and I got to say, most of it is Komodo. Not all of it. There is some fun, like I said, there, there, like we have said, yeah. there is some fun choreography, some 
batshit crazy mm-hmm. uh, magical thinking going on. Uh, uh, but, like, Komodo's the great, honestly. <laughs> he's, he's the biggest reason why I love this. I can't really explain other than that. Uh, the story's kind of paper thin. It's lackluster. It's kind of like, a, hey, have you seen Avatar? This is uh, not that. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, find find your great grandfather's VHSs and find his find his uh, hot rod convertible VHS <laughs> r- rewinder that he had that was a separate device, <laughs> and it rewinds this his VHS and then it pull it out, put it okay. into a VCR, which could have done the trick, but frankly, it's not so stylish. And then watch this weird fucking movie. I guess <laughs> it's fun. It's fun, actually. I'm going to say emphatically, it's fun. (laughs) It's weird. It's not good. No. But it's fun. I I agree with that. It's it's very fun, and it's bad. Squarin, are you alive? (laughs) Do you need water? Well, I just want to say... Before I answer this question, anyone who wants to jump on this right now, on Amazon, there is one new copy of this VHS Get ready with this. Did you it like It is over $5. So jump on this deal right now, and you can have Jesus. the experience of a lifetime watching Warriors of Virtue you like us. watch it on VHS. Exactly. In a fucking letterbox smaller than your fucking phone. It is right now right on now. Amazon, the VHS version. You can buy it for yourself. There's only one VHS copy left buy it now yes right now uh, <laughs> one week ago <laughs> was one vhs <laughs> yeah no i had fun it was great like it was a dumb movie but like wow it was look i saw the power rangers movie way back when in the 90s when they made that movie this is better than the power rangers movie at least because the villain is a lot more enjoyable although i do remember liking ooze a lot uh ooze is great right. ooze is great but like but, like, now I want to watch it and see how he compares to, like, fucking Makoto. <laughs> Makoto? Ooze brings that, like, really kind of tired, like, I want to destroy the world energy while Komodo's no, just insane. I don't I'm think for it. Ooze is tired. I think it's happy, but he's very, like, kind of carnival parlor trick energy. A little bit, a little <laughs> bit. He does turn... I just want to say, I had COVID this past year, and one of my uh, movies I watched while having COVID was the Power Rangers oh movie, so I've seen it within the okay. last, like, three he months of my oh, life. Than I do, <laughs> this is not a brag. This is just how oh, bad yeah. it gets he, when you're on he COVID. bragging how much, I guess. Listen, you gotta see this movie like fucking Martin Scorsese intended on your phone, low resolution, <laughs> with some breaks and possibly hungover. That's what Scorsese would want for this movie and The Irishman. Big subtitles. Big subtitles. (laughs) All right. All right. All right. What do you got going on, Second Respawn and Kane? Oh, yep. We do this not live every week, apparently. That's a luxury now at this point. Uh, But... (laughs) But we My do bad. occasionally do this podcast live on Second Respawn. That's switch.tv forward slash the number two ND Respawn. Uh, every Friday? 
Yeah, Friday. And then uh, on those Fridays, Nan also does Gardens Galaxies. Those uh, Saturdays, Nan does Monster Hunter. And then the following Sundays, I usually do uh, like D. I've been doing Devil May Cry lately. So I'm doing DMC Devil May Cry. Not as bad as you may have heard, I guess. He's no gay cowboy Dante, but you know, we can't be perfect. Um, <laughs> I'm joined by Sir Square at twitch.tv forward slash Sir Square. And that's Sir S Q U A R I N. He's been doing some Power Wash Simulator, a little bit of um, Outer Wilds. Yeah, I think he's also been getting into Fall Guys. Yeah. Sooner or later, <laughs> he'll be the Fortnite player we all know and yeah. love him for. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we were joined as well. Yes, I guess. Tucker, Tucker, what's going on here? Uh, I, I, you know, I, I was just on this podcast not too long ago, and I said I'm going to be streaming in august and i'll tell you i didn't uh but real absolute let down we i've been playing fall guys with squaring you can probably hear me uh harass him on there if you if you tune into square and stream uh, uh but yeah otherwise i'm just listen to this podcast Ooh. i am i'm editing this and i'm uh, working on music stuff you can listen to my music on spotify blah 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 um. Yeah, I don't. You, Square and you were already. You were already pitched. Did you like Outer Wilds? Are you liking it or you hate it? I like it. No, it's definitely a game that's kind of for me, where it's just a lot of like exploration and lore discovery. Like I'm not really pressed for any time for like battle and all that. Like, and I just I like that kind of like ambient feel to it. You know. Good. 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 I'm happy. That makes me happy. Subscribe to Tucker for a maybe he'll give you something. It's it'll be great if you wanna. Six dollars a month. You can just give that to me. And if I decide to give something back to you, you're welcome. Yeah, that's a picture of his foot. That's that's a that's that's really a gem for you, and you yeah. should be thankful. Let me say out the gate, fuck you. Yeah. Okay, go fuck yourself. Yeah. As a fan, go fuck yourself. Yeah. And then, if you want to subscribe, <laughs> I'd appreciate it. Please <laughs> subscribe to Tucker. Then he go thank. The then to go fuck yourself with respect. Then. With respect to you, with respect to your family, go fuck yourself. Because <laughs> you know what Tucker is? What's that? Tucker is an uncut jam. Ugh. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's jam. And because he's New York, he fucking loves you, okay? <laughs> he Even loves you. You. <laughs> you, fucking, you fucking subscribers, fuck you. He fucking loves you. Gabagoo. Also, who the fuck still has a VCR? <laughs> <laughs>